Welcome to the Women's Month edition of the Easy Does It podcast, your cool guide to investing. We're into the final part of our conversation with Es, Tejo, Tando and Pinky talking all things women and finance for the month of August. My name is Carly Barnes and I've taken over from DJ at large. Poof, he's gone. He's taking a well-deserved break and I'm stepping in. I've got a couple more voice notes and yeah, we're going to be talking about budgeting and tips and tricks and debt and all of it. So let's get into it with our first voice note. Easy Equities has hit the 1 million mark in registrations. Now that calls for a celebration. Advice or tips or tricks um, that you could give a female student in terms of budgeting wisely, like saving and making money. This could be on a daily basis, a weekly basis, or like a monthly basis. Cool, guys. So I actually sat down this month for the first time in way too long, and I thought I'm going to relook at my budget because somehow my money disappears and I don't know where it goes. Honestly, don't. At the end of the month, I'm like, how can I be broke already? Honestly, you are a grown up. This should not be happening. So I went and I looked at my budget and I I kind of played around with a few things. I didn't do anything major. And it's so weird. Like the next month I was, I was like a hundred percent. Okay. Like by the time my, my next paycheck came in, I was on it. Like I, I don't. So for me, like putting a budget together basically changed the game for me. But like, do you guys have savings hacks? Do you have like little ways that you you scrape off the top so that you ensure that you make those like investing monthly goals of yours? Like, what are your tips and tricks for saving a little bit more? Yeah. Um. So I don't like scraping the top. <laughs> I don't like I don't like the scrounging and things like that. So I I don't necessarily believe in like the, you know the the normal savings tips of like you know cut down your coffee or like you know you need to now meal prep so much for you to save that extra 200 rands that's going to make such a big difference so when it comes to saving for me like really it's about the big things right the things that i don't necessarily have to think about on a month-to-month basis once I, if it's set and i'm automatically saving so when it comes to things like housing because i don't own a house i rent so I'm very intentional about how I find the homes that I live in and how much I pay for those homes. Also, living in Cape Town, you have to, to be honest, because housing is plainly overpriced in Cape Town. So I'm very intentional about making sure that I can Tell afford the house it. I live in and it's my, it's like well within my budget. And that way I'm automatically saving because the house I live in currently would probably cost like 10, like 13,000 rands a month easily in Cape Town. But I was able to actually find the same like level of comfort, same space um, for a much cheaper price with like, you know, the discipline of actually looking at Facebook ads and country ads and property 24 ads all day until you find them. So it does take some work. But once you've actually found the home, right, you have it locked in, you're automatically saving every month. So for me, the focus is on the big stuff. Think about transport, think about housing, think about your lifestyle as a whole and what life you are living and how you're actually allocating allocating your money. And I think you'll, you'll save a lot. It's very hard to save the little bits of money on coffee and things like that because I feel like that kind of takes away your motivation and just your 
comfort and and lifestyle level so you don't want to pinch pennies at least focus on saving a couple thousand rands than saving 10 rands there and 20 rands there um and when it comes to budgeting my simple rule when it comes to budgeting is keep it simple keep it realistic people lie to themselves so much when it comes to budgeting and it's shocking because it's your budget it's your plan you need to put down a plan that works for you <laughs> who are you lying to right like you'll find people who are you yeah. lying to and the common mistake i see a lot is people who have a budget Yourself. but they'll have no money set aside for like entertainment or self-care and things like that and you're like but you're not a robot you're going to want to go out with your friends you're going to want to buy a new pair of shoes if you if you if you love shoes right so you want to make sure that you're having that allowance in your budget that way you don't feel like you are sacrificing so much and it makes it so much easier for you to to stick to your budget um and just like a final tip for me would be just watch your behavior like get to know yourself how do you handle money like how do you behave uh, like th- does your mood affect the way you spend your money do you spend money just for the sake of teasing other people you know so you want to start really like watching yourself and being objective and like really brutal with yourself sometimes about what makes you spend money and and how that impacts your your bigger financial goals so that those are those are my tips when it comes to um say uh, budgeting and and saving pinky what do you reckon what are your savings tips yeah so i like what i just said about budgeting keep it simple keep it real <laughs> i'm going to feel that thanks tando um i think the one thing about budgeting people just Often, Tando is quite correct. People don't even know what is their income. Uh, you have people that have got their normal nine to five and a couple of side hustles, but they don't actually, when they're doing their budgets, they don't consider that. So for everybody, please consider all your income when you're doing your budget. You also, I agree again with Tando. I'm a big fan of cutting the small things is not going to make a big difference. You need to cut the big items. You need to cut those four, five, six hundred rand things. Cutting 40 rands, I'm a big coffee fan. <laughs> Seattle has a lot of my money. <laughs> so if they were listed, I would have shares. Seattle and Skull Candy, I just don't understand why they're not listed companies. <laughs> I think the thing is people, because they don't know how much money they've got or they've got available, they also don't pay attention to where their money goes. I don't know if it's a... As, as time to say, people overestimate what income they have or what they've got available. I don't know, but people overestimate their income and underestimate their expenses. I've seen it myself. People really need to be realistic. Um, know where your money is going. So consider all your expenses. I split expenses into two. Uh, I split it into variable expenses and your uh, definitive expenses. I mean, for example, I know that I'm paying my car insurance. It's very expensive, but it's the same amount for the next 12 months, right? So that's a definitive amount that should be in your budget. You know that. Uh, Your variable expense is something like... uh, as much as I love coffee, but it really is. I've got a coffee machine, but I mean, I want to spoil myself every now and again. So I want to take a trip to Seattle and buy a couple cups of a latte, you know? So I want to spoil myself. And I agree that people need to, and I always advocate that people need to have a line in their budget for their entertainment, for their nice to have, for their splurge items. If you've budgeted for it, there's nothing wrong in spending it. I think a lot of people know I'm, I'm famous for that line. If you budget to have that new 
earphone uh, say to you budgeting for a new cell phone and you give yourself six months to make up that 20,000 to buy this hot new phone that you know is coming out in October. There's nothing wrong in getting it. There's nothing wrong in buying that expensive pair of shoes if you've budgeted for it. What is wrong is using credit recklessly to buy something that you knew you wanted, something that you knew you should have budgeted for. So I think that's that, that's my that's my take on budgeting. And then tips and tricks for saving are two main things. They kind of go hand in hand, but the, the first one is what I call smart shopping. Uh, there is this misconception that buying in bulk is cheaper. I want to demystify that because often bulk buying is more expensive than single units buying. People need to know the prices of the items that they spend on. Uh, it does happen sometimes that, you know, if you buy, like if you, you I've got a, a child that has cereal, I don't know, three, four days a week. So I'm not going to buy full cream fresh milk every other day I, I don't need to make people that rich so i obviously buy quite a lot of boxes of long life milk and uh, i buy it at one particular store one we all like the taste of that particular milk two every five or six weeks this one store has long life milk for about it used to be about 74 rand for six and it's gone up recently to about 77 rand for six so generally I would buy two, three boxes of those. So that would be 12 to 18 uh, of those long life milk cartons. And that lasts us quite a long time. Uh, whereas for example, another store would be selling this same, similar, obviously not the same brand, similar long life milk, six cartons of one liter each for about 120 bucks. I'm not gonna spend 120 bucks when I can spend 77 Rand. Okay, so smart shopping is very important. While I'm talking about smart shopping, I think this is my opportunity to also tell people, um, I see it a lot where stores will be like three, but buy three, pay for two or two for one or something like that. I don't know. Um, but when you calculate the unit costs, you find that they've raised the unit cost and that deal is not always as cheap as you think it is. So it would still be cheaper for you to buy the individual uh, item at the normal price than under the specials. I'm not saying all specials are, are scams, uh, but some are very scammy. So people just need to be aware of what, what is the individual cost of an item um, and buy that. And not everything that is on special means you must buy. Remember, if you've budgeted for it, it's okay to spend on it. Uh, but often these, the, these discounts or these specials lure you into buying something that you had no intention of buying and they're strategically placed. I'm quite short, so <laughs> I'm very lucky. Sometimes I miss the specials, but these specials are strategically placed uh, to attract your eye and in funky red and white colors to, to catch your eye, even if shops that the shops, the color is not red and white. So people just need to be aware of that. The second thing, believe it or not, I learned this on Twitter. Sorry, have you noticed? I just wanted to say on that point, have you noticed that if you, and I do this all the time now, if you actually look down at the bottom shelves, there's products there that are cheaper. They put the products on your eyeline that are the more expensive or the ones that they want you to buy. So if it's that particular store that has their own brand of beans, that will be in your eyeline. So I always look down at the bottom and you'll find the exact same product for a good five to 10 rand cheaper. It's quite amazing. That is true. <laughs> no, that's true. I've also noticed that. Um, the second thing that I wanted to say with regards to tips and tricks, uh, it's called complementary pricing. I learned this on Twitter. So it shows that Twitter is like an encyclopedia if you follow the right people. So the complementary pricing talks about items that complement each other. Um, 
I mean, a simple example is coffee and milk or coffee and uh, coffee creamer, depending who or what you, how you like your coffee, you don't like coffee. Um, some, and I've also seen in the past, and I really started seeing this under lockdown, uh, another way that we can call it complementary pricing is different types of cereal that come with what is considered a chocolate drink. I'm putting air quotes because you guys can't see me. The reason I'm calling it, I'm putting air quotes, is that sometimes there's very little chocolate and so much sugar. Uh, but they do it because they know that kids like these types of cereals and they like these types of drinks, right? And kids don't don't know what is healthy, what is not healthy, if you're not going to be strict. Um, so that's just an idea of what complementary pricing is. So what normally happens, you, you would find that the one item is so cheap at that store. Then you, be, you get lured again and uh, into buying these items together. But the second item, which is a complementary item, you find that it is so expensive. You could have just bought the one item and bought the other item somewhere else. Obviously, I'm not saying people must drive around or take taxis or buses or whatever the case may be to different shops, but you just need to be aware of that. Where shops are different, uh, rather do shopping at different times. And, and I've also found often that I mean, I, I grew up with the whole bulk buying situation and thinking that you must only do your groceries month end. I find it also the worst time to do grocery shopping. It's so busy. You get tired of going to maybe even two different shops. Uh, try, if possible, try and time your, your shopping in such a way that you're not going to the shops at peak periods because then you are more aware. You've got a lot of situational awareness. It's not so busy. You're not worried about people invading your space and not socially distancing. So try and time your your um your, your your shopping and very important it's boring but i actually learned this from one of these uh, tv shows i think it's called extreme couponing i don't know if it still plays but i'm revealing my age Whoa. now um, but one thing <laughs> but one thing those ladies so it's mostly ladies one thing that they did that i that i learned it, it touches on the complementary pricing and the smart shopping aspects especially if they go through these pamphlets of the different shops so they know that the specials at shops are at different times of the month and they time their shopping like that so that's that's another tip and trick that i can uh, give to our listeners is check when most of the shops have specials at different times so just time your shopping properly know when you're buying what and you can actually spend you can actually save a lot of money that way rather than cutting out coffee or wine you know uh you can be a wine drinker don't cut out wine put it in your budget and splurge on it if that's something because one thing that i definitely believe in is rewarding yourself and having nice things you're working hard already you're really hopefully investing and saving if you're listening to this you want to invest and save more obviously for your future so do reward yourself spoil yourself when possible because that is motivation for you to keep going um that well that, that that's just me i'm not the biggest drinker but i, I do know people love wine and champagne and all of that so put that put that if you love shoes I love shoes, but I, I hardly go anyway. So I don't have to buy shoes. <laughs> but, but, but when I used now to have to... Now you've got scented candles for your home. Exactly. Your exactly. Home I'm going to buy I'm gonna buy my next set from Seho. She must get that money I spent in poetry. Yes, she must. <laughs> now, S, I know you someone who scrutinizes your RA statement. Like you, you are on it. You are on your things. And I have to say, when I was doing this budgeting exercise, I went and I looked at all my insurance premiums and I had a look at my yearly sort of premium breakdown and I realized I haven't actually updated my insurance premium and because I've moved my cars now in a different situation and um, I actually could cut down my insurance premium by quite a lot and I think that's something that we also have to do these 
sort of set expenses that we have should be scrutinized from time to time. Like, do you still need this? Do you still, you know, have you updated it? Do you, you know, we often don't do that. So um, I'm sure that's something you're already doing. But uh, what other tips and tricks do you have to share with us on saving? I use percentage-based budgeting. And the reason I use that or I found it useful is that, so for example, I make sure like the two biggest expenses we have in our household are a car and, and a house. I ensure that that stays less than 30% of our, you know, of our income, combined income um, as husband and wife. And the reason I have that is because we, we know what percentage you want to spend on certain things like you know the house the car the big expenses the big items we then have a little bit more much more uh, room wiggle room to play with basically living below our min- means because we know that you know we can't spend more than a certain percentage on our car we make sure that you know we buy something that we can afford and by doing that it leaves us more room to enjoy the coffee enjoy the getaway because we've made sure that our biggest expenses are you know are kept in check um and you know budgets are what you hope for it's it's the best version of what you think you'll spend your money on but i like to use you know apps like 227 where i actually go back and say you know i had this budget planned but what actually did i spend my money on so i go back and use the you know these budgeting tools and just check in terms of what i said i would spend did i actually spend that much and if i did go overboard what what caused it and it's almost a reflection for me to then tweak or adjust what i've spent uh what i spend on a monthly basis and in terms of savings uh debit order um you know that thing keeps me in check if i don't put the debit order through i don't force myself to put money away I know that I'm creating an opportunity in the future for lack for myself. And that for me is worse than, you know, not putting money away. I'd rather put money away so that I, you know, I know that should a financial situation happen, I'll have something that I can fall back on, which is very important. And it goes back to, you know, the kind of, uh, you know, the past where you sometimes you'd go without because you didn't have. So that for me is very key to have something that, you know, I can fall back on should anything happen financially. Do you have a recurring investment? Are you talking about, um, I know that's something that I have in place where I don't even think about it. It goes off my account every single month. Um, Is that what you mean in terms of kind of regular saving? Yes. So um, for me, on a like I said, we have a family fund. On a monthly basis, I have to do that transfer. So it's not really a debit order, but I do a transfer. In terms of my savings, I do that transfer. But in things like, you know, my retirement annuity, the important stuff, I make sure I have a debit order running, even my monthly investments. So it's I look at, you know, the two, does it make sense to have a debit order or just pay in manually? But I have to do that transfer come what or may. I have to do that transfer because I don't want to, you know, um, disturb what I'm trying to build. And I don't want to find myself in the future where something happens that I don't have. So that's why I make sure I, you know, I, it's non-negotiable for me <laughs> to do that. And it's okay when life happens. We know life happens. COVID happens. A lot of people have been affected, but it's saying, you know, how can I adjust my financial plan or my my monthly contribution so that you know when things are better i can get back to where i want to be oh cool, yeah so it's i think that's really putting yourself first actually um you 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 know when people say pay yourself first it doesn't mean go and uh go and buy those things that you want this month it means put that stuff away that's actually contributing to your future do that first 
Let us know what you think of this episode via our social media channels. Our handle is at Easy Equities. Till next time, take it easy.